0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, Starkville's premier local business. They're, you know, I hate this term. I hate it because some people use it incorrectly. But they are the flagship local business here in Starkville, as far as I'm concerned.
1: I would agree. I would so. agree. I, I struggle to come up with
0: anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're the one. And uh, that means you need to support them because they support our community. And of course, when you go there, you're never disappointed. Great drinks, great beverages, always served with a smile over at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise for this Father's Day, which is just a few weeks away, guys. Don't let it slip away from you. You know you need some new MSU gear to wear around the house, to wear out in public, to wear wherever you need it. They've got it. College Corner, two locations to serve you in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Floyd by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. A unique menu of Southern classics turned into Mexican classics. I don't know how they did it. I don't know if there was a special machine used. No one told me. I just know that when I go to eat there, the food is fantastic. The atmosphere is great. It's one of Startville's most exciting new spots to hang out. Great patio, great weather out. It is. It's it's hot now. It's hot outside, Joel.
1: Yeah, went went to from like winter to spring real quick, and then summer's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We 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 skipped a few steps. We
1: had our five days of spring, and now yeah, summer's now, here.
0: Now it's time for summer. And uh, that said, maybe an ice cold beer or a frozen margarita to go with those tacos to cool you down over at Humble Taco. It is Rumblings Day. We're a day early this week because the SEC tournament's got our schedule a little mixed up. Still not entirely sure how we'll be podcasting this week. We will figure it out. We always have. Uh, But we got a lot of questions today, Joel. We're just going to jump right... Hold on, Joel. Let me set the timer. I haven't done that yet. While you do that, it's been a newsy morning. Uh, Yeah.
1: Let's see. Mississippi State has basically stayed the same in every poll except for D1, where they jumped up to number eight in the country. Correct. Uh, Let's see. Will Bednar is your SEC
0: Newcomer of the Week. Basically, he had the same game that the guy who won it had. And they were like, let's just let them both win an award. I I think it was, well, Bednar's a freshman, so we can give him this. Yeah, so that way we can fit them both in. Yeah. I I I thought the same thing. You know what? I'd rather do that than co-pitcher.
1: Yeah, I hate I too. They, they both have an award. Yeah. And, of course, Tanner Allen, as we record, was just recently named your Ferris Trophy award winner for being yeah. the best college baseball player in the state of Mississippi, and I suspect he would be the best in probably like 48 or 49 of the other states, too.
0: I, I believe that would be the, the, the case for sure. Uh, no surprise there with, with Tanner Allen. Uh, in case you're wondering, Elijah Moore won the uh, the uh, Connerly, and uh, Devontae Shuler from Ole Miss won the, uh, the Howell Trophy. I thought that was a coin flip between him and DJ Stewart. Obviously it came up Schuler, so Yep. What
1: has anyone cried was Nikaze their baseball guy?
0: They had three for baseball. They okay, had Nicasey, Hoagland, and uh Graham. Okay. And see, state, state had Sims and See to uh, me it Tanner was
1: Allen. it had to be either Nikhazy or or Allen.
0: Like to me it, 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 to it had, no no, it had to be Tanner Allen.
1: Oh, it had to be Tanner Allen, yes. But I, the only other option there was Nickasey, I thought.
0: Yeah, you're correct. I would I would grant you that. Kevin Grant. I, I don't know how Southern didn't have one guy in. They've had a great season, but all right, let's get into the rumblings. Today's first questions, as you might suspect, come to us from Justin a Moderately reasonable, five ten a.m. I can live with five in the morning. Yeah,
1: I may see five uh, in the morning on Wednesday, mm-hmm. so I'm I can't say much. Are you are you not coming over
0: to Wednesday? Morning? I think I'm going
1: to wait to Wednesday morning. Okay, come over. So
0: about to say if you're. Gonna, I was going to. And I'll be you fueled to, by probably do so. and maybe some strange brew coffeehouse yeah, too. I don't Just know what a, time they open, but you're going to be going there. Here we go. Uh, in SEC play, the Bulldogs are nine and six at home and eleven and four on the road. Are we really sure we want to host? I saw our friend Robbie Falk finally did the splits. I did for it too. Will Cloud and and Bednar and they are dramatic. Yeah,
1: and some of that home record. Is influenced of course by the fact that you had the number one team in the country come to your yard and beat you up a little bit over a weekend. So you went 0 and three against Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> that impacts that home record yeah. a good bit. Um but yeah, for whatever reason it does feel like, at least a little bit, State's been slightly better on the road. I I, I tend to believe that has just been how it played out more so than any reason there, and you darn sure won't duty noble rock and come the postseason. I agree. Why do pitchers
0: wear face protection in softball but not baseball?
1: I don't know. You know, in MLB, they—I I don't know if anybody still wears it or not. But a few years ago, there was this fad. There were these help, uh, these caps that had padding in it, or yeah. something. You almost look like the Great Gazoo from the Flintstones out there on the mound when you wore it. But uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these humongous hats. I wasn't hats. expecting a Great
0: Gazoo <laughs> reference. <but> go ahead. <laughs> uh,
1: to pad head. Your... look. I mean, I, I ain't hating on it. You got balls flying back at your head. One hundred. Twelve miles an hour, crap! Protect your dome, man. Like yeah. I, I ain't gonna hate on any pitcher that wanted to wear it, but I, I think about it though. When you in baseball, there, there's the wind up and all that. Think about having a face guard. It, it would be. Yeah, it, would,
0: it can mess. So it can, well, I mean, you say that though. If you, it would be one of those things you phase in at youth baseball. Yeah, and then ten you just years get from used now, to using people it. get used to using it. Yeah,
1: but just think how like the head jerks as you pitch and like. The oh yeah. Could, you would need to wear Slot. one of
0: those things like uh, like basketball players wear. Yeah, that's close to the face.
1: Kind of like a cane mask, yeah. except it's clear. Basically,
0: I mean, you're making a joke, but yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, you couldn't wear a catcher's mask because that would be in the way. But it's something that's like adheres to your face, yeah. kind of. Yeah, that would be something. Uh, Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship a month before he turned fifty-one. What's the most impressive thing you think you'll do when you turn fifty? Get out of bed without <laughs> without too much pain.
1: I hope that I can still run my... I like to run at least, when I I do my running, at least three miles. Hopefully I can still run my three miles at 51.
0: How long you got to 51?
1: Uh, 15 years? See, I'm about to be 36 here in about three weeks. So,
0: yeah. There you go. Last one from Justin. I recently watched Mad Max Fury Road just because I wanted to see how the That's Bait gif is used in the movie. Is there a gif you use a lot but have no context from where it came from? I have a few of these. Well, my,
1: one of my favorites, and I've said it on the
0: show, uh-huh. is the one where the guy pops
1: open the, the chair. The chair, and I have no clue no what that
0: show is. That's a good one. Uh, I use that the old man who's like crying and saying goodbye. No idea where that came from. No idea where that one came from. Um, I think there's another one I use a lot, and I'm just like I don't. I, I've never really watched Adventure Time, but I know that the uh, I have approximate knowledge of many things comes from that. Uh, so things like that, yeah. I mean. There's been many times I've used GIFs
1: where I didn't know where they came from. Yeah. It was just, you Google the, or you search the situation, and if one fits, you use
0: it, even if you don't know the full story. There you go. Ace Swinson says, uh, can you be, you can be reclined, inclined, and declined, but can you ever just be climbed? I don't think so. You know,
1: progress, Mm -hmm. regress, Mm -hmm. but you can't just regress. There's also ingress. Ingress, yeah. yeah.
0: There's not just. There's egress, too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Gress is, though. I've thought about this. We may need to get somebody on. Well, I may call him, machine should know like to start somebody in the Department of, <laughs> of English. Just come on with us and let's have a little fun. And just try to explain these situations to us. Uh, who do you think will be the head coach at Texas A&M, and why do I think Bianco is it? It's not gonna I don't not think
1: Bianco. it's Bianco. I don't no. think there's any chance of that.
0: Bianco's not going to go work for Ross Bjork. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to be Tony Vitello. Assuming a I mean, better job doesn't open up between now and then. Whatever the top job is on the market this year, Tony is getting that job. Yeah, unless
1: Vitello's content with... I mean, he just won the East.
0: Yeah, but you know Tennessee is not a program that's going to invest a ton into baseball. A&M will. Yeah. LSU, if Maneri decides it's time, or if they decide it's time with Maneri. Is there
1: a program in the country, and I mean an athletic
0: program, mm-hmm. that has done less with more than A&M? No, every guys talking about the sleeping giant that is Texas A and M. They suck in two of the th- big three sports, and they're not that great in football. That maybe they're building. I mean, they had a pretty good year last year. Yeah, but I mean, are they? Do you feel like they're any closer today to beating Alabama than they were five years ago? No, no, no. The only time they've beaten Alabama since since they've joined the conference is when they Johnny. had they had an absolute alpha dog player, and then the next year he couldn't beat them. Uh, let's see here Point City Dog just asked What kind of grill I use I use a Weber kettle Very simple uh, Let's see here And Josh, I must say You know how to use it I'm doing okay Josh Watson how do, we, how do we feel about Count Sparkles A.K.A. Robert Pattinson As Batman From what I can see It appears when he was a young boy His father took him into the city To see a marching band So I gotta be honest I think the trailer for the Batman Looks fantastic Nice and dark, which is how I like my Batman. Uh, they've got three iconic characters in there as far as the villains go. They're going to have the Riddler, Catwoman, and the Penguin. Did you see the Riddler's uh, like the yeah the suit that he's yeah. going to have on in this? Thing? It's, it's I mean yeah. yeah. This is a good thing though that he's more of a darker character, a darker Riddler. We've never really seen that. We've seen no. dark Jokers, but the Riddler as a sort of a maniac, never really seen that. So that's a, that's an interesting take to me. So I think the trailer looks fantastic. I'm very excited. Uh, uh, Andy Circus is going to play Alfred. You know, you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, and uh, he was uh, Gollum. Gollum, wasn't yeah. he? yeah. This is like maybe one of the few roles where he'll play himself. Yeah, he was also. Uh, oh, what's his name? The main, the main ape in in, in uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, but know, he, was, he was he was the ape. Yeah, he's always played those kind of roles. This is him actually as himself. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for it, to answer your question. Uh, Peyton Neely wants to know, is Hadad, the Hadad family named for the biblical name from one kings? Well, the name Hadad actually appears earlier in the Bible. appears in Genesis as a descendant of Esau. But then in... in, in uh, so you guys in, have been around since the beginning. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of some OGs you, over here. Yeah. You kind of founded the world. Yeah. A little bit. If only we could have been on the side of Jacob, maybe we would have had a little bit more lineage there, you know, but... It is what it is, but I, I don't. I mean, do do I descend from that? I, I mean, I would imagine at some point there's there's some connections there. You know, we're probably third cousins or something. Maybe we
1: can get a sponsorship from like uh, Ancestry.com or something. Twenty three and Me. Yeah, we can we can trace that down. Like I here would on the ever.
0: Will, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but being an Arab, like I'm going to give up my DNA <laughs> to the government. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, here. Take a, a swab from me. Two weeks later, Brian Haydad was arrested in connection with... Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
1: you, uh, yeah, that's not quite... The, you know, I heard somebody... Not to go down a political road at all, but yeah. the vaccination thing, people were talking about how they're putting chips in your own. Like, I don't want them to know where I am at all times, and they, they like tweet it from their phone. You have like, a phone, yeah. So They know where you're at, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeremy Martin, do you think we should throw Sarantola for a few innings Wednesday? Brian Haydad, Jeremy Martin, do you think you should listen to Thunder and Lightning?
1: <laughs> or hmm. any of you, you should go to cowbellcorner.com, because I asked... Uh, Chris Lamontis, that very question about would he use Eric Sarantola in Monday's press conference. So
0: and, it's, on, uh, it's on the Monday podcast, and it's on CowboyCorner.com.
1: Yeah. What, what did he say? He gave kind of A the non-committal gen- answer. Yeah, well, just the generic that he could see him getting some innings this week kind
0: yeah. of thing. Roscoe says, what are some of the nicknames you have for co-workers and fellow beat writers? Do we have anybody we have that has a nickname? We used to call Logan Lolo. But that was about I mean, it. I
1: don't know that I ever, one time, ever called him People Love called him Lolo.
0: Lolo. I didn't call him that, but I've heard people say it. Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave is... Yeah. And that was granted by Ben Waite. Yeah.
1: And That's then about it it. stuck. That's about it.
0: Nemo. Nemo for Mike Nemeth, yeah. PJ sometimes for Paul. Sometimes PJ, yeah, exists, yeah. That's about it. We don't have a whole lot of nicknames.
1: Joel T. is somewhat a nickname because nobody anywhere else calls me Joel T. I guess now they kind of do because we do it on the show and whatnot, but nobody ever throws the T in there, except y'all. I do. Yeah. I feel like I started that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really know how it's... I guess it it technically started because, what, 11, 12 years ago, whenever Twitter started, Mm -hmm. I needed a username and I stuck the T in there. There you go. And that's kind of, I guess, the genesis of it, but Whatever. No.
0: Yeah, we don't have a lot of nicknames. No, we don't. Uh, the hater of Ole Miss. I wonder who he, what he does. Uh, do you think the uneven documentary will have any effect on college baseball? Have you watched the documentary? I have not yet. I watched it last night. Very well done by Matt Wyatt, as you as you would expect from him. As as far as will it have any effect, no. No. You know, it's just not.
1: You know, my question has always been: Look, it is kind of how college baseball operates. I mean, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's unfair, whatever. But I do wonder, there's some lower-level schools that probably don't want to go above 11.7, right? You're correct.
0: <laughs> You're correct. It should be one of those things that, you know, if you can fund it, you can. And if you can't, you can't.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the paying the other assistant. If yeah. you can, do it. And if, you, it, can't, if you can't, well, that's yeah. on you.
0: So, My favorite part of the documentary was the screen of representatives from Vanderbilt University ignored our requests for interviews. I wonder why.
1: Rumbling. That's it. I don't I don't blame Bandy one bit. Oh, if I would have take that, advantage if we could. If, if you, you have could, that
0: advantage, yeah. you darn sure right you take it. I say cheating is the gift man gives himself. Well it's not cheating, it's within the rules. Either either way. Either way. Uh Rumbling's Bully says, Have you seen the new Ric Flair car shield commercial? If so, did it make you want to use whatever car shield he sells? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I have seen it, and if I need a car shield, I will use the one that the Natch is uh <laughs> is promoting there. Woo! Uh, Let's see here. Wow. This is an unbelievable question from Rumbling Bully. This is question of the day. There's no top in this. My friends and I went on a camping trip this past week while their police searched the tent next to ours, allegedly found guns, and said the people were missing. Later, park officials questioned us about them. Have you ever been in a situation like this, and how did you respond? That's an unbelievable story. But I actually have been in a situation like that. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I think I've I told been... you about this, about the airplane.
1: Oh, yes. So, yes, you did tell me about this.
0: A few years back, I went to Vegas. My My flight home was Vegas to Chicago to Birmingham. And I was going to drive back. On the flight from Vegas to Chicago, a guy got up and changed seats. And I thought that was odd because the plane was packed. But whatever, they, these people switched seats mid-flight. I didn't really think much of it. When we got to Chicago, everybody gets up, you know, they're doing that thing where we're going to de plane after we've planed. And the, the stewardess or whoever comes on is like, Excuse me, please, everybody, have a seat for just a moment. So everybody sits down. These three cops come on there. And I'm telling you right now, if you told me they played for the Chicago Bears, I'd believe it. They were massive dudes. And they take the guy who was sitting in, who changed seats, and they take him off the plane. So I'm like, That's really weird. I don't know anything about it, though. I get off the plane, and then I go get my next flight, and I go home. Like a week later, I get a phone call from Chicago. and I'm. It's Now, it's like at 8 o'clock at night, so we're sort of out of telemarketer time. This is the time where somebody's calling you. They probably actually want to talk to you. So I pick up the phone. It's somebody from the FBI asking if I had flown from Vegas to Chicago, and did I notice anything unusual happen on that flight? And I, And I had to jog my memory to say, yeah. That some guy switched seats, and I didn't. I didn't understand why that happened. And then, of course, when we landed, they arrested him, and they were like, "Did you know anything else about this?" And I was like, "No, I don't know what happened at all." They were like, "Okay, Mister Haydat, thank you very much," and they hung up. And that's the last I've ever heard of it. I googled like arrest made Midway Airport, arrest made Southwest Island for around those dates. I found nothing. This guy got sent, God knows where. All right, he's in a work camp in the in Siberia right now. All right. I don't know what happened to that dude, but it could not have been pleasant. And that, that's my story.
1: What if he's a Thunder and Lightning listener? And he, if he you're just, out there, sir, reach out to us. He just heard your story. Let us know that you're okay. Maybe you just—maybe you gave the FBI too much info and he doesn't like it, and now he's looking for you. Well, good luck with that. I was easy to find
0: anyway. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, my good friend Brian McDuff says, as All state fans I know are superstitious. I'm not superstitious. I am a, a I'm a little stitious. stitious. Uh, that's another one. You can be superstitious. I guess superstition is a word, though. Yeah. So a superstition is a, a belief that you... a superstition, Your actions influence okay. events. So then what's a stition? Is a stition something? You know, I don't know. The question here is, is super a prefix? That's a good question. I don't know the answer. Let's move on. Some will even refuse to go to the big game for a fear of jinxing. Since we have not won a championship in the big three, do you think there is a person that needs to go to a big game or there is someone who needs to sit the next one out? I'm just saying that if we want to tell Larry Templeton never to come back and just see where it goes, I'm willing to do that. You know? Doesn't that make sense? Isn't he, isn't he the the link to I'm all of gonna, I'm this I'm going to let you rivalry with Larry Templeton stand on its own <laughs> off
1: to the side over here. That
0: being said, do we know someone who's like, no, I can't go, it's too big a game? I don't. I'm just trying to think of
1: someone that... Do you know that person You need to break that habit. Someone that for sure was not there at, like when State played for the national title in 2013.
0: Yeah. I bet I know who was there. It's like Ron Polk? I mean, he wouldn't have been there in Polk 2013. Polk wouldn't have been
1: yeah, but he wasn't but he there in '85.
0: He wasn't there, and you know, or he was there he in '85. That's right. So yeah, it's going to be difficult. There's got to be somebody, though. It's a good question. Coach Haley says, "You always hear about celebrities getting clean and being off drugs and alcohol. Since it seems that so much of Hollywood openly talks about their sobriety, can we assume the ones that don't are alcoholics and drug users?" That's that's like a there's a logical fallacy there. I don't I don't know exactly know what it is, but no, you cannot assume that. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a safe assumption. Right. I don't
1: think. I think there's probably many that are.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Brian's Buford T. Justice and Dusty Rhodes voice the same voice? No, not at all. Give me Buford T. What we uh, have here is a clear lack of
1: respect for the law. Yeah, that's that's clearly different than Dusty. As opposed to, if you
0: will, Daddy. I'm gonna kick your ass later <laughs> on. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Damn German's got nothing to do with it. I don't really do a good uh, tea. uh Coach Ailey, have you either of you ever called this? If not, what are you waiting for? Have you ever called the callin' notes? I I, I did see that
1: question. I have not called it. I have it. called it. You and call it, it, it and it, it just will plays your
0: hollow notes on it. You no, you you have options. You okay. press one for man eater, press two for you know, your kisses on my list, something like that. You should kiss. call it. Yeah, kiss. Uh, Chase wants to know, of the numerous incoming men's basketball transfers, how many start, and which one has the biggest impact on the team? Well, I think three of them are going to start. I think Moore, Jeffries, Brooks are going to start. Rocket Watts will come off the bench. I think Brooks is the, the obvious choice here, right?
1: Yeah, it was a, Have the biggest impact? Yeah, he was it a former
0: All-ACC like player at North Carolina. I mean, he's, he's a good player.
1: Yeah, it, it feels like he, he would have the biggest impact. Yeah. You convinced that... Uh, That watch is off the bench, though.
0: Like, is it over Molinar? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I think Molinar is is starting. Yeah, Uh, Joe Breeze. Which is better, the Rally Possum or the Rally Banana? The
1: Rally Banana will always hold a, I guess, a closer, nearer
0: and dearer spot. A possum is vermin. Let's be honest with ourselves. Nobody wants possums, so the banana is the obvious choice. Much richer in potassium. Indeed. I always wonder, like, what if he had grabbed, like, a Nutrigrain bar? You know, something else. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Tim Watley, the dentist? What's the best meat for barbecue nachos? I would I would vote for pulled pork. I, I was going to say about pulled pork. Yeah, I, over brisket. I don't want brisket nachos. Not on nachos. No, no. What's your dream car?
1: I, these questions always... They're tough for me because I have spent in my life a grand total of like zero seconds thinking about a dream car. Like I, It's never been one of those things that just, I've never been like a, a gearhead, so to speak. I, it's never been something that really appealed to me. I always just wanted a nice truck and I always wanted a Toyota Tacoma. And now I drive a Toyota Tacoma. I know that's not real flashy, but that was just, as a teenager, I always thought, you know what, I like Tacomas. One day I'm going to own one, and by gosh, I do. Uh But I mean if you're gonna give me a a pick of something, it's probably gonna be something really it's gonna be like a truck. It's gonna be like a really nice just loaded out, pimped out, yeah. Of some kind. I don't know. F one fifty or something. I don't
0: know. Does it have the Atlanta Braves logo on the trunk or on the hood? On the hood?
1: Yeah. That's a little much, no.
0: Okay. No. I'm content with my laser engraved tag on the front. The Toyota Limited Edition atlanta braves
1: now see if i'm getting it. i'm going like the i'm going like tundra if we're going yeah whatever it is tundra. Okay. toyota tundra we're, we're, limited we're loading edition this thing out
0: we've got it's it's red with blue trim that's that's a little, old that's missy, a little old
1: missy for sure So i
0: don't know we gotta figure something out there with uh it's got like you know like a tomahawk on there somewhere and then fully loaded inside right? yeah okay i've always said mine is the porsche 911 carrera that's that's i don't know why but that's my choice Nothing fancy there, I guess. Well I only had three hundred thousand dollar car or something. Hayes Brooks, what is your go to snow cone flavor? You a snow cone guy? Yeah.
1: Um I have a few I'm a I'm big on the strawberry cheesecake.
0: Wait a minute. Strawberry cheesecake snow cone? Never when heard you
1: find when you can find it. Okay. I mean and several places would have it. But uh-huh. if we're going just basic flavors here, uh-huh. like green apple.
0: Green apple. Yes. Okay. I'm a grape man myself. So what would it take for, a for
1: burger in a grape snow Exactly.
0: Cone? Uh what would it take for you to eat a dill pickle snow cone? It wouldn't take much for me. I like dill pickles, so I don't I'd, like I'd give it a shot. shot. Do I eat the whole thing? Or am I just taking a taste of it? Do they gotta eat like one big scoop. You or tell me what 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 are the odds? What do I gotta do here? And I'll tell you what it's gonna take. Well, let's do both. I mean, we got time here. I mean, I, I would, for fifty bucks. I'll take a taste to eat you the whole. you take th- fifty bucks for just one taste. Dill pickles are disgusting. Okay, well, okay, but what don't you like to eat? That's
1: what I'm trying to come up with. Something that I hate. I would take a bite out of it for ten bucks. I mean, unless oh, it's just like
0: my roaches talents, or something. My talents cost more than yours. I guess so. All right. To so eat darn, the whole thing, like five hundred I mean, bucks. That's gonna be a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot for me to eat a whole dill pickle. I can barely eat a whole grape snow cone. I mean, that snow cone is. Gets the brain, fr- I get the brain freeze, man, all the time. By the way, in case you're wondering, Hayes Brooks runs a snow cone stand, so you should go see him. It's an Ackerman. Take the kids to go take. See is it
1: Magnolia Ice or whatever? I don't right know. There what it on is. Highway, I don't know. Fifteen.
0: I don't know the answer. He's not here for me to tell you. Or whatever it's called.
1: I think I have a. Because uh, I mean, I, I don't think. Let me see if I can figure it snow out. Snow cone here. places are just. I don't think snow cone places are just you know. Toppling over each other in Ackerman. Probably so. not. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway, I have a gift card to the snow cone Place in Ackerman, so I think I have a gift card to your place, Hayes. If
0: there you go.
1: Because Cal T graduated, you know,
0: pre-K, and at the church they handed out gift cards to all now the I might graduates. Now I'm have to like look so. him up on Facebook because we may be giving free advertising to his competitors here. <laughs> Let me see what we got here.
1: I don't think there's more than one Snowcone Place in Ackerman. You don't ever know, though, man.
0: You don't know for sure. <laughs> Magnolia ice. All right, all right, right all right, we're all good. We're all good. I was good. Take take Cal T and them there. They'll, I will. They'll I enjoy will enjoy that. Uh, his last question is also snow cone related. What flavors would be in the thunder and lightning snow cone? So it's a mix of grape and strawberry cheesecake. I don't know how that's going to work. No, that, that one works. Grape and strawberry is a good. Mix. We could do uh, or grape and green apple. We just See,
1: that. I was thinking like grape and maybe grape and green up, but I was thinking like a lightning bolt in the blue sky. So like, so like maybe, maybe the grape is close enough to blue. I mean, it's like a sometimes when it's stormy, yeah. it's kind and of then, purplish. And
0: then like banana,
1: maybe we could do some banana in there. Or yeah, I, I would like banana. Okay, or pineapple. I like purple either one. and gold. Saint
0: Aloysius. There we go. At Fitz. There we go. And gold was a former Ackerman Indian. There you go. Fits. There you go. Tanner DeYoung wants to know: If Stone Simmons was the Friday night guy at Furman, why isn't he in the conversation for Sunday starter? Starting Simmons, he lets you leave your best lefty reliever in the bullpen. That's a good question. I just don't, you know, there's a difference between Furman and Mississippi State and playing in the SEC, obviously.
1: At this point, Fristo has struggled so much that I'm okay with running pretty much anybody out there. Yeah, just having
0: Harding ready. But I kind of
1: think Harding needs to come out of the pen. I agree. I agree with that. So I don't have a problem
0: with this idea, though, for sure. Linton Gilmer. There are many cases of a good movie being followed up by a terrible sequel. Are there any movies that had a sequel that was actually pretty good? Well, yeah. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. The Empire Strikes Back. Um, Temple of Doom is a good one. Um, can we really count the Lord of the Rings stuff? Because it doesn't mean those That's, are books. Yeah, it's like, like one Like you knew story. there was a sequel. It's not like they just decided to have one. Um, those are all good ones, though. I'm trying to think, is there another.
1: That said, Two Towers is better than Fellowship.
0: Yes, it is. For sure. I would say that Captain America the Winter Soldier is better than Captain America. I'm cool with that. Um, trying to think of of, of other stuff. You know, the problem is all these sort of like you don't see like hold on, hold on. I left one. I'm sorry. The Godfather 2. The Godfather 2 is better than The Godfather. So yeah, there's plenty of examples, though, no, He's right though. There are a bunch of stinkers. That, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure.
1: You know, almost no. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just sitting here thinking I don't recall a bunch of Sequels nowadays that mm-hmm. just put the two at the end. Or the oh, nobody does that nobody anymore. Does yeah, it. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, it used to just be two, and then yeah. yeah, Ghostbusters Two, Back to the Future Two, things like that. Uh, also from Linton, what area needs the most improvement for football to be successful next year? That's an easy question. No lie. Yeah, I mean, it starts there. Easy question. Trey O'Brien wants to know our best guess for the SEC weekend rotation next year from the current roster. Okay. Um, I'm going to shock everybody with my Friday night guy.
1: uh, Fristos in it. I don't know which day.
0: He'll be the Saturday guy, I think, to start. Um, It's kind of hard. I think Simmons, Uh, Tuller, Cade Smith will all be in in the mix. Brandon Smith would probably be in the mix. Assuming he doesn't get drafted.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they really like him so much in the bullpen role that he just kinda sticks there though. Yeah. I don't
0: But we're missing the, the tepper's in that the easy choice here. I'm missing the easy yeah. choice. Landon Sims is starting on Friday night. You think so? They that guy's too valuable to just limit him to, to two innings a week. He, you got I'm good with that. You gotta spend the off season conditioning him to and, become a starter.
1: Well, I mean he... Back during the fall, they were stretching
0: yes. him out to see... He needs to be a guy who can go on Friday
1: and, uh <sighs> Look, I wasn't there, so credit to uh, the fine folks at 24-7 where I read the uh, read what he said. But Chris Lamonis in answering the question about Landon Sims and his usage mm-hmm. this past week at, at Tuscaloosa, he was talking about how Landon's always kind of been a starter guy in the whole pitching twice in a span of three days. That ain't really been his thing, and so there's been some adjusting and things they've had to get used to with him for that. I mean, it really does seem like he's a, he's a starter at heart a little bit. So, yeah. I'll so, go with that. Yeah. I'll go with that.
0: So, Sims, Fristo, and then Cade Smith seems like a, a fine choice.
1: Because you got a lot of options, too, for that Sunday. That's all right-handers, right? though, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Who's the lefty? Cam Taller? Ah. Uh, do you have to have a lefty? I mean, just I mean, you like to break it up a little bit, wouldn't you? I guess state wasn't going to do that. Th- oh, McLeod's left-handed, so yeah. I don't know, but I think Sims, Fristo, Kate Smith is a good starting point. And uh, Kate Smith wears number
1: fifteen, and we all know what happens to it's people who wear number fifteen at Mississippi State. So
0: right, we got a few questions here from R.J. Sweatman. Let's go with this one. Uh, if Jack Abraham were to win the starting job, that'd be three years in a row with a grad transfer starter on opening day. Can this trend scare away QB recruits? What do you think? I don't think so. No, I don't either. I mean, honestly, and we've talked about it before, look at Ole Miss. Ole Miss, I think, went from Brent Schaefer to when Chad Kelly got hurt and they had to start Shea Patterson without a high school kid starting a game for them. And I don't think it's that big a deal. The main thing they're thinking about here is I don't think Jack Abraham is going to win the job. But even if he was, I mean – this is sort of the new era of college football. And Mike Leach is always going to be able to get quarterbacks. That's not an issue either. Quarterbacks are always going to want to sign with a guy who's like, whose pitch is, you'll throw for 4,500 yards. Yeah, you're throwing 50 times a game. Yeah, exactly. This is an interesting question. You might have a little insight into it because you're a baseball guy. Is it possible that some of our fielding woes are actually because our pitching is so good? When we're on, we're striking out almost two-thirds of the batters, and it gets lonely in the field. When it's off, it's almost a shock.
1: And I don't think – I think you're on to something there. I Absolutely. Whenever you have a pitching staff that's striking out so many guys, you can become, even subconsciously, a little less reactive in the field. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just kind of – it's hard to anticipate every single pitch they're going to hit the ball to you when mm-hmm. your pitching staff's striking out half the guys they face. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get a game like Saturday. State struck out two batters, I think, on Saturday. I think Har- I don't think Harding struck out anybody over the course of his outing. Right. State played really good defense. Yeah. Um I I really do think you're kind some of some of some of state's defensive woes probably can be. I mean, you can't quantify it, you mm. can't say absolute. but I do feel like that, that does play a part. That yeah, I agree. you kind of as a fielder you, you're pitching staff, I mean, there hadn't been a ton of contact. And yeah. so you kind of a little bit less reactive. You are almost Subconsciously don't anticipate the ball to be hit to you expect him to strike out.
0: Yeah. All right, the Flying M who took care of the people who tried to answer his question. <laughs> As By the he way, always does. When he uh when we get to ranking the fifteen, so that's gonna be a real tough one. Just just so you know. But we're on number eight today. Jeff Brantley, Ed Easley, Kylan Hill, Tracy Jobs, Kelvin Love, Fred Ross, Dustin Skelton. Brantley's, Brantley's undisputed number one. Okay, I don't have like a, a just a sure last place either on this one. I think Fred Ross is number two. All-time leading receiver in program history. Yeah, he had multiple really good years. Yeah, four bowl games in his four years. Yeah, all SEC player. Ed is- Ed Easley's number
1: three. I'm good with that. Kylan four.
0: Yeah, Kylan Hill fourth. Skelton, five. I'm gonna put Tracy Jobs ahead of Dustin okay. Skelton. And then Kelvin Love is last. I like Kelvin Love. Good player, but he's last. Somebody's got to be last. <laughs> Somebody's got to be last. So Brantley. Okay, Brantley, Ross, Easley, Hill, Jobs, Skelton, Love. Those are your eight rankings. More rankings here from Patrick Swindle. Top five fat wrestlers.
1: Okay, now how, how are we classifying top? Are we classifying by favorites? Or are we
0: classifying by... We're going to rank them historically. Okay. Okay. Yokozuna's Yokozuna's number one, number one, yeah, easily number one. King Kong Bundy number two. Vader, Vader, Vader ahead of King Kong Bundy. Vader's a multiple time champion. So Vader, King Kong Bundy, <sighs> uh, uh, John Tenta, Earthquake four. Is there not? Pe- I mean, there's there should be people above him, right? he's a multiple time champion. World Tag Team Champion, a number of times. I guess so. I mean, Rikishi won. Ooh, Rikishi. Rikishi is one to consider.
1: Samoa Joe didn't do much in
0: WWE. I wouldn't say Samoa Joe is fat either. He's just big. (laughs) Like, fat is fat. All right. I mean, Yokozuna is fat. Yeah. All right. I feel like Samoa Joe can shop at a lot of normal places. Whereas (laughs) Rikishi is almost almost, certainly. Ordering custom-made clothes. Like, does the Big Show count as fat? No, not to me, because he's so tall. Later years, later years, he got pudgy. But I mean, when you're seven feet tall, you can afford that. Um, Balls Mahoney, no. (laughs) Axel Rotten, the Blue Meanie, the Blue Meanie, very fat. I feel like Rikishi is fifth. We're probably
1: we're probably forgetting some obvious. Oh, I'm sure we
0: are. I mean, you know, back in the old days. So we're going to go Rikishi. Yokozuna's one. Yokozuna. Right? I'm sorry. Yokozuna one. You know what's coming up. Yokozuna. Uh, who do we say was number two? Um, Vader. Vader two. Uh, B- um, King Kong Bundy oh. three. John Tenta slash Earthquake four. Rikishi five. Those are your top five fat wrestlers. All right. Let's move on over to the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. What a great sale they are running for you guys today. They got a lot of great cuts on sale for 3 dollars a pound. Beef ribs, short ribs, picanha, tri-tip, uh, and, and, of course, they're also running uh, another special $2.59 a pound for their ground beef, which is better than any ground beef you're going to find at your local grocery store. These are great. Items, if you saw my pictures this weekend, you know what I'm talking about with those beef ribs. Absolutely fantastic and really easy to cook. And look, I always talk about how those guys up there, they're happy to help you with your special orders. Man, when you want to find out how to cook something, you talk to Scott Sanders. And man, that guy is a walking encyclopedia of beef knowledge and how to cook it and get the best out of any cut of beef you're looking to cook. So give those guys a call. They're there to take care of you. We're going to have some fun with them this week with, uh, with the food I'm taking over to Hoover. where We're going to embarrass Richard Cross And then we go home and cry like Nathan Kerrigan. (laughs) Uh, Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online. WelcomeHomeBeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Our good friends over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats, that's the place to be in the coming weeks. When you're here here for postseason baseball, don't let a trip to, to Two Brothers get away from you. Definitely a place to go. And look. If you're looking to Tailgate before the uh, the regional, man, those guys will do to go orders of their smoked wings, pulled pork, pulled chicken, ribs, whatever you're looking for, they're they're willing to help you out there. So definitely give them a call and that put together a great tailgate feast uh, for yourself. And of course, if you just want to sit stop by, enjoy a beverage, sit on the patio and watch the crowd go by, no better place than Starkville to do that. Head over to 621 University Drive and enjoy Southern Smoked Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of you the way they've been taking care of their clients for over 45 years. They have been doing it here in this state this whole time, taking care of people. They're a great local business. They serve Mississippians. They serve Mississippi State University. Let them help you out with their incredible service and great products. All you've got to do is give them a call today at 601 362 9192 or visit them online absms.com. You find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. One
1: more, possibly, that we could kick somebody out and put in. Bam Bam Bigelow.
0: Ooh. So, I've been thinking, but I think Rikishi goes up. So, Rikishi 4, Bam Bam Bigelow 5, John Tenta out. I'm cool with that. All right. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow deserves to be in. Triple threat. All right. Same from Patrick Swindle. Name some of the loudest or best atmospheres for any MSU game you've attended. The loudest game, to me, remains the 2007 Alabama game for football. I don't think it's been louder. Oh,
1: that, that pick six?
0: Yeah. was thunderous. And, I mean, that's before expansion. But I still have not heard it louder in there Mm-mm. since then. The John Banks pick six against Tebow was thunderous, too. It was very loud. And I my seats for that game, I was under the, uh, the old upper deck. So all that noise is just trapped in there. Very loud. But not as loud as it was for the 07 game when I was not trapped. I was I was just out in the stands. Yeah. Um I mean that that A&M Auburn
1: 2014 Aub- games were both great atmosphere. Really
0: loud. Jackson State 2009, Mullins first, first game when the Sonic Boom came for the first time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable atmosphere for that game. Um, baseball, I mean it's, it's tough to say. Any big crowd is about the same, but the moment of, of atmosphere when Elijah McNamee's home run went out. You just can't beat that. For basketball, obviously it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I mean, it's a little different when Kentucky comes in. I kind of remember if there was like an Ole Miss game or something where I was just like, man, this is good. You know, the crowd was really into it. It's been, it's been too long. Obviously, women's basketball, would say that South Carolina game a couple of years ago was definitely up there, though. I, I hope to be able to add to my men's basketball list very shortly. In the, in the coming months. Dalton Lee says, there seems to be a lot of UFO knows as of recent. Do you think the reason behind this is because they have found some big news and they are trying to ease the world into the idea before the bigger headlines drop? Also, who would you choose to be the spokesperson for Earth? The second question is incredibly easy. Do you know the answer? The Rock? The Rock. The Rock is the correct answer. <laughs> I'm not, only, not only are we sending a guy who you know, is beloved and would represent the world in a good way, but the aliens would look at him and go, "If that's what the humans are, we may not want to screw with them." <laughs> like if they're all built like that, dude, we we need to be careful. You know, would anything unite the
1: world in America more so than an alien invasion, where we just have to be on the same side, like Democrats, Republicans? We find a gonna... way
0: to screw it up. You know,
1: I mean, it's us versus the aliens, people. We yeah. got to We got the vaccines.
0: What brought the aliens here? Those chips. <laughs> And then the, uh, the other side would be like, it's the virus. Y'all let it spread so much. They think we're weak. No, we wouldn't come together. Anyway, this is a good conspiracy theory. And there has been a lot of... There has been a lot. like Military people just put it like, oh yeah, see them all the yeah, time. Yeah, known it all along. And,
1: and Like what? The craziest part is, it's all been happening and nobody's really been... Nobody's said nobody said it. Nobody has
0: cared. I mean, think about Independence Day.
1: I thought the point now. What happens when this comes out of the clouds? Didn't they do like a sixty-minute special yes. or something on this the other day? I didn't even watch.
0: Imagine twenty years ago, they're like, "Hey, here's proof of UFOs." People would have lost their minds. Where
1: and, and I think, and I have not watched it. Mm-hmm. I just heard uh, it was another show people were talking about. But they were uh, basically saying that some of these military people are like, "Oh, this these video footage you show." I've seen a lot clearer evidence than that. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, like was... Oh, like Top Gun, I just rolled over the top of
0: them. <laughs> took a picture. Jeez.
1: And didn't I see too where like some of the overseas military folks is a little agitated that American military folks are disclosing some of this stuff? Yeah. It, it does kind of seem like that. All it, there's people that know something. We're not alone. The Allegheny
0: Boys Tennis Gosh, Program. Gosh, man, could. What? How does
1: that alter your worldview if there really is? Like an alien race that's out there spying on us.
0: That's a, I guess it would be a universal very deep view. question uh, because it makes you it wonder, impacts
1: everything. It, well,
0: like, it makes you wonder about you know your faith. Yeah, because you know you believe that God created the Earth. Well, did God create like twenty Earths? You know where, where else are you know? Well, the Bible does the heavens and the Earth. That's true. So. And then you're like you know why are they so far ahead of us? You know, there's a lot of theories about this kind of stuff, but yeah. Everything you think about life would change for the, the little green man shows up on the. Uh. Right. What if they get off the thing? And they just look like us. Yeah, you know, They're like what's up, guys? That would actually strengthen a lot of people's faith because it's about God created you in His own image. Yeah. If that's the image, all right. If if the guy who imagine the guy gets off, imagine they get off. The, the, the little thing comes down. Everybody's backed away from a safe distance. Two people come down, and it's our twins and they they run the alien race they're the top two dogs (laughs) like we're here to meet with brian haydad and joel coleman
1: (laughs) instead of thunder and rock lightning it's like space rock and something i don't know what it would be
0: (laughs) meteor (laughs) space rock and meteor oh my i would be meteor if you get the joke oh my gosh yeah (sighs) that'd be fun allegheny boys tennis program yes thank you if Saban retired the day before the first football game of the season and we were named the co head coaches of Alabama, how many regular season games do we win? 12. I, I was going to say minimum 11. I mean, we, we might screw around because we're going to get out of the way. Now, look, for the program in the future, I don't know. But this year, call the place. You know, I'll tell you if I got something I want to do. But for the most part, I'm going to tell the coaches. Run, 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 the, run the defense run the offense for me I mean
1: they didn't even play a close game really this past no. year did they
0: no we're in 12 we're going undefeated
1: I guess the SEC title game
0: got kind of close there at the end didn't it yeah but they ended up pulling away Colton's, Colton Watson what happened to Polk's meat products they used to sponsor every athletic event and picky people pick Polts. Might be the most be- best motto of all time, but now all I hear is "country pleasing, please" at the games. Everybody seems to be fans of country pleasing sausage, so I've kept my mouth shut. But I can no longer stand in silence without knowing what happened to Polk's and their title of official sausage sponsor of MSU Athletics. Well,
1: I don't know. Guess the, they got outbid. I was going to say I don't know the the
0: absolute answer
1: here. Yeah. But my educated guess mm-hmm. here is uh, somebody paid more
0: money. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> probably pretty simple. Plus, country-pleasing is better. Sausage or bacon? My girlfriend and I almost broke up over this question. So let's not... Don't, don't say... yeah. You know, just... One or the other. Bacon. Bacon. I have been in Starkville for five years. Yesterday, you talked about the old McDonald's in Starkville that became a steakhouse and eventually a car wash. That blew my mind. What other Starkville local businesses would I be shocked to learn about? I already know about Bulldog Deli. Uh... The Hunt Club would be uh, one. I mean, it's a gym now, right? Mm-hmm. It is. That used to be a puking, drunk kind of place to go. Ten dollars. wait, wait, drink. wait, back up, back up. I guess the Hunt Club would actually be where, um, like Tuesday morning or whatever okay. that is there, because whatever. the
1: hunt, the uh, right. the other side there was the, the bowling alley where yeah. the gym is yeah, now. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, going further back than that, Mulligan's was in that plaza.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Walmart t- used to be right, long, long time ago.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cheers is where Copy Cow was. There was a bar there called Cheers that I used to go to all the time. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like restaurants that have gone the. What, what was it? Pollywogs.
1: I was gonna say all those that that thing over there on Academy Road has changed. Been through, like
0: three different things. Yeah. What, was the, other, what was the other Rich, Richie's? I never ate at Richie's. I didn't either. Um, just trying to think around around some of the old stuff. I mean, the.
1: The they, old movie theater is no longer here. Yeah, the old and, movie theater and the Pizza is Hut that used to be beside cabin, it. The log cabin
0: Burger King. Yeah, the, the burger... how long has it been since he's been here? Like, said was... so five years. Oh, five years. Well, all that he, he, he has been in Starkville for five years. Okay, so where Chick fil A was used to be, where Burger King was, but it was a log cabin with the most complicated drive through. Like yeah. you had to go up two ramps to get to the uh, the window. Um, and yeah, behind all that,
1: where Maroon and Company and. Yeah, Buffalo. I, th- used to was be a movie, movie theater. theater yeah, yeah. The four. And and there was, yeah. I mean that Pizza Hut over there by the movie theater. Yeah, I ate many a meal. Oh, I've play.
0: eaten there uh, a yeah, hundred times. Yeah. Um, Strange used to be Woody's. Um, where I don't know what's in that. Is it a Pet Smart now? That used to be Sack and Save. Mm-hmm. That was that was you know that was the cheap grocery store for for those of us college students who needed to get our ramen and beast light.
1: Wasn't there a uh. Crystal's been here twice, right? Yeah.
0: There was there was there one, was one by... in front of the sack and Save. Yes. And then there was one that's uh that's where Wingstop is now. Yeah. That was Crystal. Yeah. There was a Chinese restaurant by Kroger. Kroger used to be on the other side of that parking lot. And it, this is a fun conversation. It
1: really is to think about
0: Peking Chinese restaurant. That was my favorite before China Garden opened. Um and then the taste of China. i like to eat there too, it's gone now. Um and you had CJ's Pizza. Right there. I never ate CJs though either. Did you?
1: Uh, yes, I did eat. Was CJ's. it good? Enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Never, never, never got pizza from there. Um, trying to think. And you know, there, and there are people who are older than me who will tell you Like, I don't know about All Goods and Max Supper Club and all that.
1: One of my favorite startful spots as a teen. Uh huh. Sam Goody. I think they're. Oh, Sam Goody. Yeah. I lost some Sam oh, yeah. Goody.
0: I mean, that would be you know CDs and uh, video, video games. games. Yeah. I, I bought my first PlayStation at Sam Goody. And that was what, like a total impulse purchase. We were just in Sam Goody, and I saw they had the PlayStation. And I was like, "Yeah, it's time. <laughs> and I had the money. I came home, my roommate was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were so excited. Which is where Kroger is now. That's where Kroger is now. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything? Like, Hardee's has been Hardee's the whole time. Yeah. That has not changed.
1: Even like, it's expanded. I like where Hibbett's is now, it's yeah. been there forever.
0: McDonald's, where McDonald's is now, that used to be Quincy's. And then it was Barn Hills. Oh Quincy's. Big, big Quincy's big, big was awesome. Right? I loved Quincy's so much.
1: Quincy's, Quincy's was actually closer back towards the Walmart
0: side though, Oh no, you're it? right. It Quincy, was, Quincy's is where Burger King is. Yeah. Now. So what was there? What was at McDonald's? Anything? That's an open space? I can't remember. Right next to Woody's? I don't remember. Because Quincy's was right
1: by the hotel there.
0: Right, it's right, yeah, right, it's right it's where Burger King is now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Trying to think—is anything else that like stands out to me? Of like, you know, Rick's has been here the whole time. Dave's was the bully three. Um, but it's always been there. Yeah, there you go. We'll walk down memory lane. It's
1: really crazy to think about as you just in your mind go down Highway yeah. Twelve or it, just any of the streets in Starfield now, and think about what they were yeah. fifteen. Well, they like years Main ago, Street.
0: Even. There wasn't anywhere to eat yeah. on Main Street back in the day. Well, Tyler was what it was. It was Peter O'Patrick's. Remember that? <laughs> and then it was, it was. I forget what it was called. It was like an Italian German restaurant. Do you remember this? Yeah, I, I don't
1: remember. I, I don't remember all of I these. I ate at Peter
0: O'Patrick's once, and I was like, not great.
1: Yeah, I remember it being different restaurants. Yeah. I can't specifically remember what they were. Yeah,
0: you know, of course, the old courthouse was mug shots. That's about to be something new now. We're getting a brew pub there. So, but, but that's she,
1: been within the last couple of years. He probably he yeah, may remember that yeah yeah. So
0: there you go. Um, uh, where are we here? Carter Bentley wants to know who is the first big home basketball opponent next year, and how many people do you expect in the hump for it? Um, they haven't announced
1: that schedule. I don't know who the first big one is, but I know that Minnesota is now coming. Is that first the first game is here? The, yes, it's here. Okay, this year.
0: so that's that's probably the answer then. Like the first game will be, Yeah. I, I think go to State or something like in the first week of December. That I happens. would expect well, if it's the first week of December, maybe five or six thousand, but. If the first home game of the year, if they do it around a football weekend, you could have eight or 9,000. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Alex Barholm, what is your favorite SEC tournament memory you've watched in person? SEC tournament? Yeah.
1: Um, probably two things stand out. One, the 17 inning from two years ago, that was just a fun night to me. Mm-hmm. That we were out there at 3 a.m. Yeah. and just the craziness of it. Um, the other would... Berkery's, um walk off against Ole Miss. Yeah, it's a good one. In two thousand three, I was I, I was there for and mm. had just graduated high school and was there with my buddy. It was just a good night. Yeah. Um. So that that'll always kind of stand out.
0: I was there in 01 when they won the thing over LSU. And that was Burtman's last trip to Hoover. So getting to send him off to pasture was fun. So I would go with that. Uh, let's see. He wants a rundown on the beef ribs. It was very easy. Um. And the potatoes, the potatoes were good. They look good. So the the beef ribs, uh, I did three seasonings. I did a salt, pepper, garlic. I did a barbecue rub, which is Killer Hogs, and then I did a steak seasoning, which is Robert St. John's. I let them cook for about two hours just to get some color and some smoke. Use a little hickory smoke, and then I wrapped them up with a little beef broth and butter, and let them cook for like another hour and a half. And I just kept checking them. And when they were tender, they were they were done. I didn't. I wasn't really looking looking at temperature. Uh, the potatoes. I cubed them up, uh, covered them in olive oil, and then I used uh, some cavenders and this Italian steakhouse seasoning that my wife bought. And I just let them roast in the oven for about 30, 35 minutes. It's like I put a fork through them with no problem. And then I grated some Parmesan cheese over the top of them, put them back in the oven for about five minutes to brown up, and that was it. They were good. Uh, last question from Alex has Dak been back to campus or an MSU game since graduating I know he was at Florida's bowl game even on crutches but I can't recall anything for MSU he went to Florida's bowl game oh, I did not know that I didn't know that he came back for a spring game yeah
1: day. he was here for a spring game yeah. and I don't I don't recall him being back since but he could have like been here low key yeah, or something exactly. I don't
0: know uh, player pass says spotted this relic during the Missouri series this is the person who wore a maroon is all that matters shirt since these subs- shirts are apparently the most durable substance on earth, what would be a better use for them instead of causing me to cast judgment on people? They continue to wear them. They should make the plane out of maroon as all the matter shirts. Yeah, it's
1: like when the old station wagon your parents used to have. You know they don't make them like that anymore, son. One I mean, of those shirts. They don't make them like that
0: anymore. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Dogbone thirty three. Are we going to see Serantola pitch in a meaningful situation again this season? Again, Dogbone thirty three. Listen to the podcast or visit cowbellcorner.com one of the and listen two. to the one of the two of Chris
1: lamonas I think he'll pitch this week. Yeah, I think so for sure. You. I got like if you, if you maybe put some odds on it, I'd, I'd give yeah. it pretty good odds that he's out there at some point.
0: Yeah. Is there anything this fan base has an affinity for that confuses you? For instance, I don't understand why so many of us get hung up on backup quarterbacks that transfer out and then still don't play at their new schools. I think he's like Keaton Thompson. I'm starting to see it now with certain pitchers on the current staff that haven't thrown in a while. So is there something MSU fans like that you're just like, why do they like that? For me, it's Steve Robertson. <laughs> uh, no. he, he, he's listening right he's now. He's listening like, what? right now. What? I, I understand exactly why they like Steven. it's the same reason most of us do. I just want to see what you would do. Um, I've said this before, like the whole family thing. It drives me insane. Like it's just a business, you know. MSU would cut every one of you out if they could win a national title or make an extra hundred million dollars. You know, so it's just yeah. That's just that, that's my thing. That in the song that Hall of Fame song that anytime MSU is having a special moment, that song is going to play I'm like, can we not pick another song? <laughs> a little one moment in time or something? I don't know. Oh mate. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like gosh. Is there anything for you? I no. I am sure there isn't. Just just keep it rolling. Yeah. While I think that was Eric Busby. I don't know if I said his name or not. Uh Ford Polk Last week you had a question about a coach getting fined for ta- talking about officiating aren't those fines tax write offs I don't think so money yeah. goes to the con- you got to pay the conference Yeah I would imagine so. so What's the best ensemble movie I mean probably Star Wars if I had to had to guess So I guess of that group Empire is my favorite so the Empire strikes back Yeah that'd be got a better choice No you know I mean, The Godfather, I feel like that's not an ensemble movie. All right? Marlon Brando is the star. Yeah, so, same with Godfather 2. You know, Al Pacino is the star. So. Here's the question. This is more for you. Ready? I'm a big Red Sox fan. Not as big a fan as you are of the Braves, but still a huge fan. Is it okay for me to wear a National League team's hat, for example, the Florida Marlins hat that's black and teal? How do you feel about cross hatting? For me. I would not do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Because like, I would almost feel like it's a cheating on my wife kind of level of mm-hmm. betrayal kind yeah. of deal. But, if you're not diehard, yeah. like, and you're just kind of a casual... Well, he said he's a pretty big fan. See, I would equate this a little bit to my love of the Dolphins. Yeah. Like, I love the Dolphins. I will always hope they win the Super Bowl every year. I do own one other NFL team's hat. Which... I don't wear much, mm-hmm. but I have on
0: occasion. Well, who, what team is and it? And you're going to hate it. it the, Falcons? the Falcons? Oh,
1: my God. Because my other NFL team, if I had one, would be the Falcons. And my NBA team, if I had one, just won a playoff game last night. The Hawks. Because yeah. I, I just kind of stick with my...
0: You stick with the ATL. Yeah,
1: my, my Atlanta, you know. Yeah. It's like the, my home away from home, I guess. So. so
0: what's your ruling? Fair
1: or foul? If you're truly diehard Red Sox, No. No. But if you're just, like, kind of casual and, and, you know, if other teams win, you don't much care, I, I'm cool with it. it I'm going to have to It object. depends to me on your level of commitment. I'm going to have to, to, to
0: object to this. Because just the other day, I sent you a screenshot from Facebook of you wearing an Astros hat.
1: Well, th- th- that is true. That is true. I, I had You're a hypocrite, Joel Coleman.
0: A little bit. A little bit, I guess. I, I had a good reason for that. I, your reason is fine. But, he you know... So you got to have a reason is what you're saying. You can't be just like, I like that hat. Yes. All right. Okay.
1: If if there's a good reason for it, Mm -hmm. I'm all in. But, yeah. Most most situations, if you're a diehard fan of a team, stick, stick with that team. I got you. All
0: right. Jack Taylor. This is a really good question here. I went to a Liverpool match in England a few years ago and got scolded for getting up to go to the concession stand during the game. Should American sports move to only having concessions open during halftime? All right, I did not know that was a thing. But it makes sense, because there's no timeouts in soccer, right? Once the whistle blows, you're, you're playing until the half ends. So the problem with his, his question is, you can't. There's always breaks, right? There's timeouts and everything else in, in, in sports. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... But I kudos to the fans there being like, what are you doing, you wanker? You're going to go get, you know, we're playing here. Watch the game. You know, get your beer at the half. Surely they have people. They have,
1: I was gonna say, do they not have people they don't have beer guy the over there?
0: You think beer guy in England would make a ton?
1: They oh. need cotton candy guy, right? I wasn't here for that. But
0: in England, he'd be sugar floss guy. I <laughs> <laughs> also wants to know: Does Jack Taylor what sports league in America would be most probable for moving to relegation? Obviously, the answer is baseball because they're the only one that have tiers below it. There is no, you know, there's there's the G League, yeah, but. It feels like baseball, but can you imagine if that was the case? Like, who's the worst team in baseball this year? Um, it's the Rockies, maybe the Tigers. Okay, the Tigers. Oh, wow, the Tigers! Like one of the oldest, most storied franchises in professional baseball. Now you got me wondering. Imagine if they were in Triple A next year, and you brought up whoever the best team in Triple A was. <laughs> it would be interesting because, and this is what happens over there. It's like sometimes a team will get relegated. Their stadium holds like twenty thousand. No, wow. The Twins have a worse record than the Tigers are at the moment. Oh, poor Brent. Poor Brent Rooker, but yeah. So you know, you've got the Yankees traveling to play some team in a in a eight thousand seat stadium. The two worst winning percentages in the majors right now are the Orioles mm-hmm. and the Twins. Right. The only other issue with this is those those players are contracted to the big the big clubs, so they're not independent. In, in English soccer, like the teams down in League Two are not contracted to any teams in the Premier League, and they are totally separate businesses. I don't know how you would make that work because, obviously, these minor league teams exist because the major league teams use them. Yeah. So so I don't know that there is a good answer for that. I like relegation, though. Make them, make them try. Maybe when The Rock
1: uh, gets the XFL back up and running. Yeah, we're talking. You know, you can boot some NFL teams down to the XFL and raise some XFL teams up to the NFL. We can do it that way.
0: Yeah. Uh, here we go. If Tanner Allen... This is from Hunter 2... If Tanner Allen, rally Jordan, Logan Tanner, Cameron James, Scottie DeBrul, Will Bednar, and Landon Sims were dogs, what breed would they be? This is a real question. They'd be bulldogs.
1: <laughs> I, mean, what? I
0: mean, Tanner Allen might be bully himself. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see where we're going there. All right, uh, Tucker Medlin. Everybody always talks about how Hoover doesn't matter, and State has their eyes set on a higher prize. Considering MSU has only been to the World Series Finals once and never won it. Isn't that kind of an arrogant thing to say? Isn't it like Oklahoma said that if they didn't care about winning the Big Twelve because they only cared about getting the College Football playoff? This is a false analogy. You can't go to the College Football playoff without winning the Big Twelve. You can go to the College World Series without winning the SEC tournament. All right. Imagine if Oklahoma was in the college football playoff. They're in. Before, like they are they like Oklahoma is in. They they are no matter in. what happens. No matter what happens in the Big Twelve championship game, they're in. Are they playing any starters in the Big Twelve championship game? Maybe a quarter, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But they're not going to risk anybody getting injured when they have a chance for the national title.
1: You say you say that. I mean, Bama goes into the SEC title game every year, like twelve and zero, and they could lose, and who cares? But
0: they would have not this past year had they not won. I think Florida might have gotten, might not have gotten it. I don't know, but it would have been a question. Yeah, it's definitely not locked like, up. I this guess. is different in that, you know, you're in. You know, and it's the same thing over here. Mississippi State is they're they're already in. They're in the NCAA tournament. They already know that they're going to host. They know they're probably going to be an, a, a super regional seed, regardless of what happens. So what's what's you know yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just it's just two different things.
1: I right. am of the belief though that you go over there. I mean, you manage your pitching for sure. You know, you don't overexert anyone, but I'm I, the complete lackadaisical approach that some fans think you should take. I'm not completely there. Like, I, I do no, think you I need think to go that. over and try to win the thing. Uh, well, now, I I'm not you, saying. I don't ever think
0: you want to go into like a losing mentality, but at the same time, I'm not saying to pitch Christian McCloud 115 yeah, pitches. Yeah, no doubt, you don't do that. Right. You know, you're not going to put the same kind of effort into winning it that you would put into the regional, for sure. Right. The Mangum Cafe has a ground rule question for us. How does the brick play beyond the 330 side? So he's talking about over in right field. Should the yellow line go up there? It can bounce back into play. It can go into the drink rail crowd. It's possible. It could travel over your head, hit the wall, and travel back over your head into play. So the wall is not a home run. If it goes, hits off the wall, it's, it's, it's still in play. Well, I did a little investigating because i did see you. this
1: question. The Duty Noble Field ground rule is... Any ball that hits the circular brick wall, including the white cap on top of the wall, in mm-hmm. right field and remains in play is live. Okay. That's the duty-noble field ground rule. Now, the question here isn't really covered in that ground rule, though, in that if a ball hits that part over the green fence, but it hits that brick wall, um, that's not really covered in the ground rule. So I do kind of wonder here and think that For clarity's sake, I mean, I I talked to a few people that said, like, if it goes over the green wall, hits that brick wall, then it's probably a home run kind of deal. But, I I mean, if that's the case, MSU needs to draw a line from where the green wall is up. Mm -hmm. I agree. So that you know if it hits that part of the brick wall, it's a homer. Yeah. And that that line is not there. So with that line not being there and the ground rule being what it is, I kind of wonder if it hits that brick wall and comes back on the field, even if it goes over the green wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you just kind of get into some murky territory there. And maybe somebody has a book somewhere with duty, noble, field ground rules that go a little deeper than that. But anyway, surely if it goes, surely if it goes over the green wall, it should be a homer. Yeah. But they do need, I think, a line there to designate. Here's where the green wall ends. So if it hits this part of the brick wall, it's a homer. Yeah, I agree. But that's not there at the moment could have an interesting review one day
0: could be parker blair says what should the msu athletic department do with that extra 23 million they received from the sec well i mean that wasn't a bonus that was money sent to supplement msu and the rest of the schools for awesome. losses of covid so they it, it, that was just extra that's not that's not an extra 23 million yeah that said if any of the 23 million is left over brian
1: and i will accept
0: it we will take whatever's left if it's only 10 bucks we will take it if you were the AD at MSU and the athletic department received a 100 million donation to be used specifically to upgrade to athletic facilities, what would you do with it? I put it all to football. I would I would match up the west and east sides because I know that like if I'm if I'm correct, I'm, the east side is still like underground and all that. Whereas you know you got the, the raised up on the west side, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna the seal building's gonna go. And we're, gonna, I don't, we're not going to bowl in. We'll figure something else out to do. But either we're going to knock that thing down and put up a brand new state-of-the-art... The, the art M
1: Club room. building. There the M Club mean. building, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. not Not the SEAL building. Yeah. That is still the SEAL building, though, isn't it? Is its is it two SEAL buildings? Yeah. The, okay, maybe so. But it's going to go. It's out. We'll you know, we still call it the SEAL building. We'll call it the SEAL and whoever made the donation building. But we're going to replace that with a state-of-the-art... You can even make it a hotel. Exactly. We're going to do something. The SEAL Suites. Yeah. Just we're gonna do something, but that—that's what's gonna go. But it's all gonna go into football, 100. percent Probably fix the speakers while we're at it too. I know there's a lot of complaints about those. You?
1: I mean, I'm—I'm I'm putting most home? of it into football, but I'm very much a. Let's see where we can. Let's see where we can fix up some of the other sports too. I mean, unless the person that gives you the hundred meals like, "Hey, I specifically wanted to go to this," then you just the take pavilion the pavilion. Cost
0: ninety six point five million so
1: oh well maybe you just build an entire new basketball arena with this. and thing.
0: I've said that before I think that that's I, don't, I think renovating the hump is a mistake I think they, they should I mean having been to the pavilion having been to the new Auburn arena I mean you can't you can't renovate the hump to look like that so I don't know like if I didn't put it into the football that would be my next choice would be to put it into build a brand new basketball arena uh, let's see here David Wilson the MLB season's not even into June, and we've had six no-hitters, seven if you count the one against the Braves in seven innings. The record is seven in a season. I just need to know what's causing all that. Um, You, you get, like,
1: the the other night you and I were sitting here watching the Braves, mm-hmm. and I told you when Jacob Webb came in in extra innings, the Braves basically pulled the number 26 man on the roster and put him in for that extra inning. Mm-hmm. He was, at that moment, the Braves' worst reliever. Mm -hmm. And he throws like 96. I mean, in MLB nowadays, your bottom of the rung pitchers are throwing it up there at 96, 97 miles an hour. Fantastic stuff. And then you got the whole launch angle. fat. There's just a lot of swing and miss in everybody's game now. And, you know, they're just hitting quite a priority anymore of just choking up and putting the bat on the ball and two-strike approach and all that. I mean, folks ain't afraid to strike out anymore. I think that's a big part of it. You know, when I was coming up playing baseball, like, I act like it was 100 years ago. It wasn't all that long ago, I guess. Uh, 20 years ago or so. I was embarrassed to strike out. Like, you walk back to the dugout kind of like, yeah. you, you know, I suck. <laughs> Nowadays, people don't care if they strike out. No, they so don't. So I, I think that's part of it, is, is there's a, not as much priority put on putting the ball in play. Yeah. And guess how you get a hit? You put the ball in play.
0: Exactly. Uh... So it sort of leads into the next question from Kent Bontrager, who says, How, who would you like to see the Braves go out and trade for?
1: Uh, I don't even know who's available.
0: Uh, well, what position do you think they need to, to shore up, maybe?
1: Their biggest holes right now this year have been the bullpen. And with Soroka probably not coming back this year, if you can find a good starter to plug in there, too. and Soroka's not coming back, and, and Noah – Punch the dugout bench and is out for two months. I guess you try and find a starting pitcher, too. I think the lineup's fine. Um, They've struggled a little bit there. They're coming around. Austin Riley's Babe Ruth again.
0: So, all's well. (laughs) Uh, Sheldon Nations wants to know, 1994, we go to the movies and these are our options. We can go to see The Shawshank Redemption, The Lion King, Forrest Gump, Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, Dumb and Dumber, True Lies, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Speed. All right, am I nine years old again going to the That's movies That's my here? question. Are we going to the movies now, or are we going to the movies and we've never seen these movies? Now, a nine-year-old you has a problem, because no. all he can go see is The Lion King. And I would very much want to see The Lion King at nine years old, because I did see The Lion King. But let's say 35-year-old <laughs> Joel shows up. Okay. What are you going to go see? Forrest Gump?
1: Knowing now what I know about
0: every one of those movies? Yeah. Yes, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I... Oof. with dumb and dumber up there too because I just I love so, that movie 94 I'm I'm a senior in high school so I can go see any of these movies I probably would want to go see true lies back then but now I would pick pulp fiction there we go the enforcer double a which option is the best for, for the following phrase find you someone that loves you like a rebel fans love to defend Chad Kelly B, Rebel fans love to try to bash, degrade, humiliate, and tear down Steve Robertson. Or C, Rebel beat writers love making money. Money! <laughs> I think it's Chad Kelly. That's incredible that they are still just on this. I mean, everything going against them. So, you do you disagree?
1: No, I don't disagree. Although they're they love hitting on Steve, too.
0: Yeah. They do. They do. Zach Huzak, why do baseball teams announce the starting pitching lineup going into the weekend? Why would there, Wouldn't there there be some advantage to keeping the other team guessing? I think it's a little bit just like a gentleman's yeah.
1: sportsmanship agreement thing. I mean, MLB teams do it too. and um, I, I, There's no rule that requires it, I don't think. They just typically do it. Um, yeah, I... I I remember there was a, a thing with the Dodgers and Brewers back in the playoffs a couple years ago. The Dodgers were getting a little myth that the Brewers weren't announcing a starter for like the first couple games of their series. And it was just, they kind of felt like they were trying to do it as a competitive advantage. Not because they genuinely didn't know who was going to pitch. They just didn't want to tell the Dodgers. And, and so I, there's just some of that. I think, by and large, it's just a sportsmanship if you know who's pitching, you say it kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think we have one more here. Uh, Callie Ann asks, I just got a pellet grill. Thanks, Lowe's Memorial Day sale. And I'm wanting to smoke something this weekend. What's the best thing to, for a beginner to smoke? Also, any tips for someone who's ever grilled steaks and burgers? I mean, first of all, I don't have a pellet grill. so, But that being said, a pork shoulder is really hard to mess up. A pork butt, just rub it down and let it smoke. Especially on a pellet grill where everything's sort of controlled for you. That's easy peasy. You need to start early if you want to eat for dinner. But... That's where. I, that's how I would go. And Joel will show up and eat it if you invite him. I was going to
1: say, I have no tips other than...
0: Make it know. delicious. Yeah. Love to eat it.
1: Go. All
0: right. We'll try to be back tomorrow. We don't know for sure yet. We'll figure it out. Until then, for Joel T. Coleman, Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi ah. media production.